Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to this edition of Thunderbird Eye, your weekly update of UBC Varsity Athletics, right here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Alongside Tim Winter, I'm Jason Wang. And Tim, this week we'll uh, give you give our sports fans out there a preview of the next basketball matchup coming up for the Thunderbirds on the home court, and also the look ahead to uh, the other two big team sports still in competition during this winter season, ice hockey and volleyball as well. And we'll get right into it first with basketball. First on the women's side, the Thunderbirds this past week uh, playing their Thunderstruck uh, feature showcase game. And they defeated the Uvic Vikes 93-85 in double overtime this past Saturday in that game to finish out a two-game home and home series sweep of Victoria following up an 81-62 victory against the Vikes at the Uvic campus last Friday as well. In particular, for the Saturday result, it was the first double overtime game the Thunderbirds have played on their home court. And the home attendance, uh, with a great crowd support coming out that night, uh, set a new record for since the turn of the century, at least, a uh, record crowd of uh, 1,417 on hand to watch that game. Uh, individual highlights for UBC, um, most spectacularly coming from Madison Penn, the Australian import uh, swing forward for the Thunderbirds. She scored a game-high 36 points on 9 of 21 shooting from the field. And a small detail that was perhaps also uh, quite impressive as well was her free-throw shooting, 15 for 16 shooting at the charity stripe. And after the game, we got her thoughts about uh, how well her team played to pull out a double overtime victory understood what we needed. Um, everyone worked as a team as well, it wasn't just a one person thing, so that was really uh, advantageous to how we came out in the end, so that was really good. So in the second quarter, your team had probably the best stretch of offensive play throughout the game. Uh, what was going on so well that you were able to pull out a 23-point lead going into halftime? I think it was really good. Deb utilized uh, pretty much the whole bench, and once everyone gets a roll, uh, it's really good for everyone's confidence, and everyone plays as a team, and that was the key, I think. All right, and a word about your opponent. The Vikes uh, made a great comeback in the second half. How can you characterize how hard of an opponent they are to play against? Oh, yeah, it was really gritty. Uh, you could tell the difference in the second half. Um, huge improvement, and um, you could see that they really wanted it from yesterday's game, so that was um, challenging. And up next in your schedule, a uh, home game in next week against the Okanagan Heat. So what uh, will be uh, the team's focus in practice over the next week to improve different aspects of the game? Yeah, there'll definitely be a huge focus on um, execution of our offensive plays, getting everyone through and having everyone, you know, building their confidence. All right, lastly for you, academically, what's uh, your experience like here at UBC? This is your first year at uh, the Thunderbirds campus. What's that uh, experience like in the classroom so far? Yeah, it's been really good. I took a year off school uh, all of last year, so I'm just getting back in the rhythm. Uh, I feel pretty old in the classroom too, so that's, that's new. But um, no, it's a really good learning curve and getting back into it's cool. And as Madison said, uh, her next matchup for her Thunderbirds team will be the Okanagan Heat uh, tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, it's, these are UBC home games at War Memorial Gym and uh, a battle of the uh, sister schools if you could say okanagan is the franchise location out of Kelowna, and ubc will put their six and zero undefeated record on the line against the two and six okanagan heat team 
Uh, with that 6-0 start, the Thunderbirds are uh, not actually first in the conference. They took a bye week already over Remembrance Day weekend and have played two fewer games than the two teams ahead of them in the standings, uh, Winnipeg Westman and Alberta Pandas, both at the top with an 8-0 record. Over to the men's side of uh, basketball now. The Thunderbirds this past week took on the Uvic Vikes for the same home-and-home uh, home series their women's counterpart did. And the Thunderbirds followed up a 82-69 road win at Victoria last Friday with an 93-89 overtime win at War Memorial Gym this past Sunday. I'll point out the individual highlights from the Sunday results. Connor Morgan uh, led all players in scoring, 37 points uh, game high on 13 of 24 shooting from the field. And combined with his Friday uh, performance, uh, he combined for... uh, 59 points scoring across two games and uh, very much in the top of the conference scoring average with that great start to the season that he's had. And after the game, we spoke to his starting point guard teammate, Phil Jalapur, on his team pulling out such a, a narrow victory over Victoria last Sunday. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough, long game and they for sure weren't going away in the second half. We thought we had them up eight or seven or something, and they kept making tough shots, so that was a grind today for sure. Yeah, they kept coming in there. Everything that uh, you were able to get, they were able to match. I want to ask you, how did it feel? Your team is up by three points there. You know that if you're at the free throw line there, you're going to be able to uh, put this game away. How did it feel? What kind of pressure was there there? Uh, it's not, not too bad, right? That's what we trained for. That's all summer I'm doing the work to be in that position. And first one, I kind of rushed. I shouldn't have missed that, but gladly I was put it away with the second free throw, put up four, and then the game was over. Okay, yeah. Uh, good game for yourself there with 12 points. Uh, outstanding effort by, uh, by Connor Morgan. But, you know, really it was a team effort down there, at least... Uh, uh, at the end there, you needed contributions from a number of different people. Yeah, for sure. At the end, everybody came in, stepped up in a way, and Connor made all those tough shots, but people got him open too, right? Put him in those positions where he was able to be successful. So that was for sure team effort, and that's what we're all about. Okay, in the second half there, you went to more backcourt pressure on the Vikes. Uh, uh, do you feel that was the turning point in this contest? Yeah, 100%. I mean, in the first half, we kind of, they were comfortable executing their offense. So at halftime, we're like, hey, we're down 11. We got to come out freaking hot, go at them, show, them, show me when I want that comeback. And then they start rushing their offense in a way, and then we're able to catch up, right? That's what we got to do the whole game, though. Our thanks to our basketball analyst, Doug Richards, for uh, providing us that post-game interview with Phil Jalapur as well. Uh, so as they mentioned, their next matchup against the Okanagan Heat, just like the women's counterparts, uh, Thunderbirds will put their undefeated 6-0 record on the line, and they stand in second place behind the undefeated 8-0 Golden Bears in the conference standings. The uh, Okanagan Heat uh, enter as the last place team in the conference was just a 1-7 and seven record. So that's a look at the basketball uh, scene. We'll make the transition over to the ice, and Tim uh, bring us up to date on the Thunderbirds women's and men's ice hockey team. Yeah, Jason, really a tale of two teams over the weekend. Uh, we'll give you the bad news first. In men's ice hockey, they dropped both games against the Mount Royal Cougars at home. On Friday, it was a heartbreaking 6-5 shootout loss and UBC watched the game slip away after taking a 4-1 lead going into the third period. Kyle Nadegal scored his first career goal to open the scoring in the first 
And with five minutes left in the first period, Manraj Hayer scoring on a beautiful backhanded midair tip of a Rossignol point shot to make it 2-0 Thunderbirds. And then uh, Jamie King getting the Cougars on the board a minute later to close out the first period 2-1 for UBC. And early in the second, Joe Antilla touching a bit of an awkward lobbed puck that went in off the back of Cougars goaltender Matt Lanigan. And Michael Stennerson put UBC up 4-1 midway through the second, which was a lead UBC hung on to into the second intermission. However, from there on out, it was all Cougars. They came out flying in the third with Jamal Watson getting his seventh of the season only three minutes into the period. Connor Rankin putting the Cougars within one goal only two minutes later off of the power play before uh, finally Anthony Bardero able to stop the run the very next shift with a highlight reel shot into the top corner to make it 5-3 Thunderbirds. And uh, Vancouver local Matt Bellarive answering for the Cougars from there, banking a pass from the side of the net in off of a T-Birds defender's stick at the seventh minute of the third period, before Sebastian Pair tying the game off of a deflected shot shortly thereafter. And that made it 5-5. The Thunderbirds out shooting the Cougars 21-12 after two periods, but the Cougars just piling on the pressure, firing a whopping 19 shots in the third period to take the shot lead. And scoreless through both the 4-on-4 and 3-on-3 overtime periods, UBC went into their first shootout of the season, and Anthony Bardero was UBC's only scorer in the shootout. Uh, Devin Gannon and Connor Rankin both able to beat Derek Dunn. So UBC losing that game 6-5, and UBC's power play 0-5 on the night. Still uh, problems with that this season. And the next day, sat- on Saturday, UBC losing 5-3 to the Cougars. Uh, the Thunderbirds weren't able to rebound after a long Friday night, but they did come out strong. Riley Gunther able to get UBC on the board eight minutes into the first period with a wrister from the top of the slot. And Cam McLeese responding for the Cougars the next shift, jamming home, jamming home a shot low into the, from the slot. And 16 seconds into the second period, the Cougars taking a 2-1 lead off of a defensive zone faceoff with their star Jamal Watson motoring deep through the neutral zone into UBC's end for a breakaway goal on Matt Hewitt. And UBC finally scoring their third, only their third power play goal of the season, their first in six games, two minutes later off of uh, Luke Lockhart from a cross-crease one-timer for his fourth goal of the season to tie the game at 2-2. And four minutes after that, Matt, Matt Bellarive able to drive home a loose puck for his second goal of the weekend and third on the season. And the Cougars able to score a power play goal midway through the third period from Devin Gannon to make it 4-2. UBC then pulling Matt Hewitt shortly thereafter, but Zach Henry for the Cougars able to score an empty netter to put the game out of reach. And Adam Rosignol padding his stat sheet, scoring an inconsequential goal with only 40 seconds left for the 5-3 loss. And the Thunderbirds managing, uh, they were outshot 30-20 in the game. Matt Hewitt with 26 saves on 30 shots and this gives UBC four straight losses and they drop to a record of four wins nine losses and one overtime loss and four points behind Manitoba for the final playoff spot in Canada West and their next action will come this weekend against the Calgary Dinos Calgary currently third in the league with a record of nine wins four losses and an overtime loss and they have the top defense in Canada West with a conference low 30 goals against 
They're coming off of a three-game winning streak where Elgin Pierce and Coda Gordon, two of their top stars, both able to score two goals last weekend. And rookie goaltender Matt Greenfield leading Canada West with a .84 goals against average and a .967 save percentage through only five games. And you can catch that tomorrow at 7 and Saturday at 4 at the Father Bauer Arena at UBC. And uh, over in women's ice hockey, they managed to uh, extend their program record winning streak to 12 straight games. And Jason, you got to think they're kind of sucking the life force out of the men's team the way they're playing here. It's unreal. Uh, hopefully it's more of an inspirational influence than a competitive one. Uh, the two teams don't play against each other, so hopefully there's some... Uh perhaps a positive influence that'll flow from the women's team to the men's team. You'd hope it would rub off on them because the women's team able to win 3-0 in a shutout on Friday. It was a hard-fought first period that saw UBC hit the post twice. However, the period remained scoreless. Nicole Saxvik able to tip a Kelly Murray point shot past Emma Pincott with two minutes left in the second period to open the scoring in that game. Uh, Mattia Fisher scoring a tight-angle power play goal a minute into the third to make it 2-0 Thunderbirds before Mayreed Bast added to her defenseman-leading point total with a wrist shot through traffic on the power play. A minute later, that was her fifth goal of the season, to make it 3-0 Thunderbirds. And Tori Miklash posting an 18-save shutout in the game with 23 saves for Emma Pincott. And on Saturday, a 2-1 win for the women's team. Hannah Clayton Carroll scoring early in this one. Uh, only a minute into the game, off of a rebound from the goaltender Zoe de Beauville. And the Cougars answered at seven, minute, seven minutes into the first period um, with an almost identical goal to Hannah Clayton Carroll's, actually. Uh, Sarah Weninger adding to her team leading seven goals off of a rebound. And a flurry of penalties to Jaden Cook, Nicolette Sepper, and Clayton Carroll, forcing both teams' penalty kills to be at their absolute best in this one. And the game remained tied. Uh, UBC finally able to score off a tic-tac-toe play. Celine Tardif with a nice lap pass from the blue line to Hanit Parhar beside the net, who threw it cross-crease to Logan Boyd. And she scored off of a wrister, making it 2-1. And Tori Miklash with rare back to, with a rare back-to-back start, saving 24 of 25 shots. And De Beauvillier with 22 of 24. And that extends their win streak to 12 straight games. And their next action will come this weekend against the Calgary Dinos in Calgary. The Dinos haven't won a game this season. They currently sit firmly in last place. And they dropped both results, 4-1 and 3-2, to UBC earlier this season. And with Calgary, uh, Sasha Vafina formed a top-two scoring duo with Ilya Gavrilova last season, uh, both of them Russian international players. And uh, Vafina currently leading Calgary this season with four goals, nine points in 12 games. She is the player and possibly the only player to watch on this team heading into this weekend. All right, that's the update on the basketball and ice hockey fronts here on Thunderbird Eyes. We continue on. Uh, After this uh, PSA break, we'll update the uh, volleyball scene up next here on 101.9 FM CITR. When was the last time you had fun? Do you have any friends? Well, you can solve all of your problems with a little wreck or a big wreck. UBC Rec is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. 
Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc. Hey, man. Come out to the Rio Sunday, December 4th for the UBC Film Sox annual Big Lebowski um, Beverage Garden. It's totally free. Uh, except the, uh, you know, beverages. And wear costumes, maybe win a prize. Doors are at 6, and the movie will start at 6.30 due to Reno. It's a 19-plus event. Please abide. Women in Science Club provides support for female undergraduates in science fields. Our club has three pillars, mentorship, building community, and connecting people. We offer networking events with alumni, professional development workshops, as well as an ongoing mentorship program to support students through challenges that arise for women pursuing careers in British Columbia is beautiful. We have lush rainforests, oceans of powder snow-capped mountains, flower fireworks and alpine meadows, and friendly people. Take a well-deserved break from studying and join us, the Varsity Outdoor Club, on a hike, trail run, rock climb, ski tour, or paddle trip. Trips start from zero dollars, no experience necessary, just enthusiasm. Check us out online, ubc-voc.com. All right, we're back here at CITR Studio One as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics. We'll hit turn our attention now to volleyball. The Thunderbirds women's and men's volleyball teams this past week in action uh, playing a home-and-home home series against the crosstown rival Trinity Western Spartans. We'll start first on the women's side. In the women's matchup, it was the uh, Friday matchup at War Memorial Gym first. And the Spartans easily dispatched of the Thunderbirds in straight sets, 25-23, 25-18, and 25-12. The silver lining for the home team was that the Thunderbirds welcomed their biggest home attendance in many years. A uh, giant crowd of 1,542, uh, mostly elementary school kids, out to uh, come out to UBC for a sports day field trip to watch this volleyball match. And the Thunderbirds uh, and the Spartans battled the second half of their home-and-home home series uh, this past Saturday at uh, the Langley Event Center. Uh, Thunderbirds put forth a stronger effort, but the Spartans pulled out the victory in four sets, 25-19, 19-25, uh, 25-27, and 25-18. Uh, individual highlights in this Saturday match in particular, uh, first from Trinity Western, their leading attacker was Sophie Carpentier, hitting 19.5 points from 16 kills. And for UBC, they had their best attack result out of middle blocker Maggie Lee, who led the Thunderbirds with 12.5 points, including 9 kills and 3 blocks. So with those two defeats, the Thunderbirds saw their record slide down to 5-3. and three. They're in a two-way tie for fifth place in the conference standings behind the three-way tie at seven and one uh, that's shared by the Spartans, Okanagan Heat, and Calgary Dinos. Uh, up next for the Thunderbirds, they'll battle the McEwen Griffins in Edmonton tomorrow and Saturday night. Over on the men's side of Canada West Volleyball, the Thunderbirds playing that same home-and-home -home series with the Spartans from TWU. 
the Thunderbirds uh, battled the Spartans to a tough five-set result, but the Spartans pulled out the victory last sa- Saturday at the Langley Event Centre. Uh, three sets to two, and the set scores were 19-25, uh, The Spartans rallied three sets in a row to come back from two sets down, 25-17, 25-20, and 15-7. Uh, the Spartans were led in their attacking by Ryan Sclater, uh, match high 23 and a half points on 20 kills. The Thunderbirds had a, a two-pronged attack from Byron Ketarakis and Irvan Brar. Both players had 10 points each. So the uh, that result from Saturday, three sets to two for Trinity Western, followed up a three sets to one uh, victory by the Langley side the Friday night before. Uh, so the two defeats for UBC sees their record slide down to four and four. They're in a two-way tie for eighth place, for seventh place rather, shared with the Winnipeg Westmen, and that's important for them because the top eight teams qualify to uh, playoffs at the end of the winter season coming up in next February. And that's the update on the volleyball front for women's and men's Thunderbirds teams. We'll take another PSA break, and on the other side, we'll bring you the results from this past weekend in swimming at the Canada West Conference Championship here. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye as we continue on here on 101.9 FM CITR. to see what's below the surface? The UBC Aqua Society answers all your scuba diving needs. Learn to dive from leaders in Pacific Northwest diver training. Are you already a diver? We offer everything from gear to monthly dive trips to increasing your paddy training. Check us out on Facebook, online at diveubc.com, or check us out in the nest, room number 3125. Stressed lately? UBC Yoga Club is here to offer you a peace of mind. Come out to any of our 17 weekly classes running seven days a week, ranging from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. We have a class to accommodate your needs and abilities. Check us out at ubcyogaclub.com. What's up, UBC? Looking to try something new and exciting this year? Then check out UBC Sailing Club. Our club offers lessons and year-round exclusive access to our fleet of monohull and high-performance sailboats, kayaks, windsurfers, and paddleboards. Whatever floats your boat... Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit our website at www.ubcsailing.org for more info. Do you like laughing, hilarity, radical thought-provoking creativity, and laughing? UBC Improv is UBC's home for improvisational comedy, theater made up on the spot. Like us on Facebook to learn when our next shows are. Search for us on YouTube for our film sketches. And follow us on Twitter because we want the followers. UBC Improv. Insert cheesy slogan here. Let's get it on.
All right, back here at CITR Studio One as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics. We'll bring back in Tim Winter to bring us the recap of the Canada West Swimming Championship results. Tim. Yeah, in uh, swimming over the weekend, it was the Canada West Swimming Championships, and UBC, their men's team and women's team both won them. It was the fourth consecutive men's championship title and the eighth consecutive for the women's. And fifth-year UBC men's captain Keegan Zanata was the highlight of the tournament, winning gold in the 200-meter, 400-meter, and 800-meter freestyle events with a bronze in the 1,500-meter freestyle. And for his efforts, he was named male swimmer of the meet for the second consecutive time. And over in the women's swimming, highly touted UBC rookie Ingrid Wilm won six golds and a silver, claiming the 50-meter, 100-meter, and 200-meter backstroke with records in each for Canada West, and the 4x100-meter medley relay and 800-meter freestyle relay. She finished second in the 400-meter freestyle relay. And the swim team now will get ready for the national championships in Sherbrooke on February 23rd to 25th. And last year, the men's and women's teams finished second at nationals in Quebec City and the year before that first in Victoria. And a quick recap of the gold medals. For the women's team, they won gold in the 800-meter relay, 50-meter backstroke, 50-meter freestyle, 400-meter medley, 200-meter backstroke, 400-meter relay, 200-meter individual medley, 100-meter backstroke, 200-meter backstroke, and 400-meter medley relay. And the men's team winning gold in the 50-meter butterfly, 800-meter freestyle, 50-meter freestyle, 400-meter individual medley, 200-meter backstroke, 200-meter freestyle, 400-meter freestyle relay, 200-meter butterfly, 100-meter freestyle, 200-meter individual medley, and 400-meter freestyle. They won the weekend handily over the University of Calgary, who finished second. All right, that does it for our weekly review of UBC Varsity Athletics here on Thunderbird Eye. Uh, Please join us on our sports coverage this weekend as we'll be programming the play-by-play coverage of the basketball matchup Saturday night, women's and men's at War Memorial Gym to see the Thunderbirds take on the Okanagan Heat in a battle of the two University of British Columbia campus teams. So for Tim Winter, I'm Jason Wang. Good afternoon from Vancouver.